Welcome to Morning Coffee with Jesus. I'm Rebecca and I have my husband Jason back with me. Today we're going to be talking about what does love have to do with it? If you've ever had things going on in your life to where maybe you felt obligated, you had to keep doing something or you were stuck in a place, we want to know what does love have to do with any of that? So stick around for today's message. We're going to talk about what's love got to do with it. That's right. Amen. I can hear it now. I can hear you singing it. What's love got to do with it? You know who sang that song, by the way? I have not a clue. Come on, Miss <laughs> Tina Turner. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about love um, and really what does love have to do with it? It being what? Anything. Right? Everything. The yeah. way everything. I like that. It, anything, love everything. has to do with everything. Praise God. Uh, it has to do with the way that we speak to each other. It has to, way, it has to do with the way that we wake up in the morning. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it has to do with our relationship. Because why? The Word of God tells us God is love. Amen. Amen. Let's start in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Okay. Okay. Let's start in verse 1. Okay. And I'm going to be reading out the NIV today. If I speak in the tongues of men, and the Amplified actually says, or the language of men, right? Right. Or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all that I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Right? So let's talk about this, okay? It says, even if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, right? That is the, the language of men or of angels. It doesn't matter what I say or what I know, right? If I don't have love yeah. or God, amen? It says I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Meaning what? Meaning there's no revelation knowledge that's coming out of our mouths when we're speaking. Right. If we don't have God or we don't have love in the way that we're talking, right? Or the way that we're phrasing our words, amen? The way that we are making sure that what's coming out of our mouth, right, is from an abundance of love in our heart, right? Mm-hmm. It says that I become a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. You ever heard a clanging cymbal, right? If it's just the cymbal, yeah. right? If it's just the cymbal, right, it's just there's there's no rhythm to it, right? There's no finesse to it, Amen. Right? It's just a loud noise. Mm-hmm. Right? That eventually somebody's like, would you stop? Would you just stop? Yeah. Amen? I think for your kids, like banging yeah. on a pot or something. Like, Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But it, what, it, what, what I really, really like how it says is if love and if God is not in the words that are coming out of our mouth, uh-huh. they're not received by somebody. Yeah. Amen? Mm-hmm. They're not going to be received. Praise God. Okay. Verse 2. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, meaning what? If I know everything, who in here thinks they know everything? Show of hands, show of hands. I will. Um, <laughs> right? doesn't matter how much knowledge you have, right? And it says, even if I have a faith that can move mountains. Now, I want to stop there because that kind of caught me a little bit. Because it's like, wait a second. We talk about faith. Pastor Jason, you talk about faith more than anybody. And we're supposed to have a faith that we can say to a mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Amen? Yeah, right. What it's saying is, is that you can have that level of faith, praise God, and that can be operating in your life. But if you don't have love, what does it say? I am nothing. Yep. Praise God. Meaning what? Meaning even though we have a faith that can move mountains. Even though we have that, even if we know everything that's in the Word of God and we can quote it out of our mouths, right? We could just quickly spit it out. Praise God. If we don't have love, yeah, we're nothing. 
We don't have anything. Right. There's nothing to gain from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking too, like, um, you know, you can go through a training uh, at your job to where they teach you, you know, here's your script on what to say when right. you call, uh, let's say you're a salesperson, right? And so they're like, you know, say this. So when you call and then make mm-hmm. those sales. And so you're like, okay, but you're doing it based off of that script. So you are mm-hmm. reading it line for line. And if you have ever tried to read something that you were not into, it can sound so monotone and so yeah. uh like you're you're not really meaning what you're saying. It's uninviting. And so mm-hmm. you're just reading a script and the people on the other line, they can't even see you, but they can hear it in your voice mm-hmm. that you don't even mean what you're saying. And so like you're talking about, you yeah. know, we can have faith and we can say words out, but That's if right. they're not words that are coming from love, mm-hmm. then there's no power that's going to be released. And mm-hmm. so as you were just reading that one, that without love, we profit nothing. I got love translates the truth. So sometimes when we are responding to someone's question or someone's reaction to something, um, with when love is not in us and we speak words out, the translation of truth gets mixed up and it comes out as hateful or um, putting someone down. And Mm. when we have love on the inside of us, when we're speaking out, even if you are telling someone that they may not want to hear, it's still going to come out in love Mm. because love translates even sometimes the harshest truths and someone's able to receive it better because of the way that it was given. Praise God. When you were talking there about how uh, using this, the script example, right? When we're talking to somebody and we're, you know, say we're talking to them about the word, right? Or, yeah. you know, say we're praying and, you know, we're praying with them. And, you know, if there's no love in there, just like you were just saying, right? It can be received as as judgmental almost, right? Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Um, it can it can be received as being rejected, right? Um, it can be received as like that you know the person who's talking right is kind of haughty or kind yeah. of I'm better than you mm-hmm. because I'm in a better place than you, amen. Yeah. And, and so what these these three scriptures first are saying is is that no matter what we do without love, we are nothing, we have nothing, and we gain nothing, right? Yeah. I think all of us are looking to have an abundance. Oh, yeah, we are. Right? To continuously prosper, right? And increase. And so even though we're doing all these things, right? And it's we're giving over everything that we have. And it's like we're gaining nothing. Why? Because we're doing that for ourselves. Right. We're doing it so that we can sleep at night. Amen? Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking and you're, you're walking that way, you're an example no matter what you're doing, somebody's watching you, oh, right? Yeah. There's always somebody watching Kids, you. Kids, strangers, oh, everybody. Yeah. And so if you're operating a life without God or without love, not only can it be unappealing, right? Or uninviting when you're talking, there's no interest because you don't have that level of confidence. Mm-hmm. See, like when I heard you were talking about the, the, the example of a salesperson calling and they're reading a script and you can tell they're not confident in what they're saying. Yeah. Right. Meaning what? Meaning they haven't spent time studying the item that they're calling to sell you. Right. Right. They don't even believe in the They don't product. believe <laughs> in the thing that they're selling. Amen. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you can have the appearance that they believe, right? You can have the appearance that everything is working right. Amen. Mm-hmm. But inside the things that are coming out are not lining up that way. Yeah. And so this is why we tell our children all the time, and, and we've, we've shared with several people, right? When you're using social media, you're looking at a snapshot in time in somebody's life, right? What is it? It's an appearance. Yeah. And at that very moment, they could be in complete and total bliss, right? Absolute joy. Everything is so awesome in that moment. Right. Amen. But it's just an appearance, right? 
Yeah. It's an appearance of a certain time and thing. And so for us, right, to be consistent and confident, amen, and to not be in a place where we have nothing, we gain nothing, we profit nothing, mm -hmm. right? We have to have what? A relationship with love, yeah. with God, amen? amen, so that we know the words that are coming out of our mouth are coming from God. They're His words. And if God is love, then they will be words of love. Amen? You got it. So, you know, we, we always like to say, look, we're going to back up the things that we talk about in Scripture. Amen? And so when we say God is love, um, I just quickly just jot this down. First John um, chapter 4, verse 8 is where it talks about whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Yeah. So what I like to do is, is I like to read, you know, a couple before and a couple after. Mm -hmm. um, if we read verse 7, still in 1 John 4, verse 7, Dear friends, let us love one another. I'm reading from the NIV. For love comes from God. Yes. So if love comes from God, because God is love, in order for us to walk in love, we have to walk with God. Yep. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God, mm -hmm. right? Then it says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So um, I actually wrote this one down, the first John 4, 8, because the part that stood out to me is most of the time we use it. For, you know, God is love. For letting people know who love is. Like, love mm -hmm. is a person. Love is not just a feeling. And this is what a lot of people tie love to. It's like, well, I don't feel like I love you anymore. Or, I don't, you know, I don't feel. right. Well, the when you become born again, the Word tells us that we're not supposed to um, walk by the flesh, right? We're not supposed to just rely mm -hmm. on those uh, five senses to do everything. We're supposed to what, walk by Faith. Amen. We're supposed to um, set aside all of those other things that we've been taught naturally, and it can be hard. So we use this scripture to remind people that love is not just a feeling, that love is a person. And without God, you can't truly love. Mm -hmm. But the part that stood out the most to me today is it says, anyone who does not love does not know God. That's right. And so I was thinking about this, you know, in our world, we look at people and we're like, well, they're just not being very loving or, mm -hmm. you know, all the ways that you can express mm -hmm. this, right? And we can't expect someone who is not spending time with God to be able to love the way God does. That's right. They only know how to love the way the world loves. And mm -hmm. how does the world love? A love They love saying, well, if you do me wrong, I'm going to do you wrong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, two can play at that game, right? Mm -hmm. And God's love is a love that is forgiving, that is compassionate. And we're going to read this when we go back to 1 Corinthians. Mm -hmm. But we're going to find out love operates on a completely different level Praise than God. the way the world's love operates. And what, that's why it's important that we talk about love and what does it have to do with anything because love has to do with everything. And it's not just in a relationship because a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, love, and then they base it off of a relationship. But love goes so much deeper than that. Mm. It's in friendships, it's in your finances, it's in your mental, your physical health. Everything you do is based off of love. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have love in you, then you're going to spend your money, what? Not in a loving mm -hmm. way. You're going to do things that are not good in the eyes of God. But when you have love in you, you are managing your money right. You know where to invest your money right. because you have love, you have wisdom. Same thing with relationships, right? You're going to love that person in a different way. Same thing with your mental health, right? Every area of your life, it all comes back to God is love. So we have to have that intimate relationship with God first before we can 
take it out into the world mm. and actually use it. So I'll let you go back to First Corinthians so we can find out a little more. Well, yeah, and two, right? Um, when I, we talk about you know the the love in the world, yeah. right? Versus what God's love is is. You know, we we made the joke about, you know, what's love got to do with it. Right? Mm -hmm. The next line of that chorus is, mm -hmm. what is love but a secondhand emotion? Meaning <laughs> I what? only knew the one part of the song. Yeah. So an emotion, right, is what? It's emotional. When people say, yeah, emotional, what does that mean? That means that you change at an instant. Yeah. With whatever the situation is. Yeah. Ooh. Right? What, didn't they talk about that at the convention this year? Um, he was saying that. Our emotions can either cause our reaction or mm. who we are basically can change the atmosphere around us. Mm. So you're either allowing your emotions to dictate what's going to, you know, how you're going to respond or you say, no, I'm not going to let this situation overtake me. I'm going to change the mm -hmm. situation to where you see different results. We have some awesome friends that uh, we used to live next to in Anna. Um, yeah, a little moved. trio group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so so one of the, yeah, one of the, there was like three of us on one side and then there was one across the street. We had kind of a triangle. But one of the members of the group um, posted something today and she was she was talking to her husband and she was basically saying you know to him thanks for you know reminding you know your boys and I that every action doesn't deserve a reaction mm. and that that's what I heard right is when you talked about how your emotions and how you react to a yeah. situation yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. every action doesn't necessarily deserve a reaction right right and, and so sometimes that's all you need, right, to continue to walk in love and to show love. Because if you just immediately react, right? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you're going to come from a place in here, right? <laughs> yeah, and let that those emotions. <laughs> is, is full of emotion, right? And, and not necessarily in love. You know, somebody cuts you off in traffic. Ooh. You don't necessarily, like, automatically think, God bless you, right? You know what? <laughs> Go right on ahead and, you know, cut me off and then it. slam on your brakes, mm -hmm. you know. You don't think that, right? You, you think, okay, somebody needs to take that person's driver's license, right? <laughs> what are you doing on the road? You know what I mean? No, your time is so much more valuable. than right? Those are all the things that come up. And so every action doesn't always deserve a reaction. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuck with me. I like it. We're going back. Okay, going back. First, First Corinthians. Corinthians. 13. We're going to, we stopped in verse three. So, yeah, so let's start in verse four. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Again, I'm reading out of the NIV today. Right? I want to talk about how it's not proud okay. and how it does not dishonor others. You know, a form of pride can be a dishonor to somebody else, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because essentially, judgment comes with that. Oh, yeah. And so, it's like, I can't believe that person said that. I cannot believe they did that. I cannot believe that they chose to act that way. <laughs> right. Amen. Saying those things, right? Thinking those things is one thing because the word of God tells us we're supposed to take every thought into captivity. Yeah. Right. And so, and bring it into what? The obedience, obedience of Christ, right? The anointed one and his anointing. And so in order for us to be thinking those things, right? That's a whole nother conversation where it's like, Hey, you need to take those thoughts. Yeah. Right. That's not our thoughts. That doesn't line up with the Word of God. But then whenever we say it out of our mouth, right? Why? Because we want somebody else to co-sign with us generally. Mm -hmm. right? We're looking for somebody to join in with us. Amen? And so it does not dishonor others. Right? We have got to honor and lift up others no matter what is going on in their life. Right? doesn't matter what it is. If... 
they stumble or they fall, right? Don't call out that thing, right? Point towards something that's positive, right? Point towards something that they're doing that that is is good, yep. right? Something that doesn't reflect negatively on them. Um, it may be extremely small. It may be extremely in, insignificant to us. But you don't know what's going on in that person's life. That could be a huge win for them, right? Yeah. That could be something that they're really, really struggling with. And so instead of dishonoring them, right, and instead of just keeping them knocked down and, you know, kicking a man while he's down, <laughs> right, like lift them up, right? That's that's what I get out of when I, when I hear it does not dishonor others. Do you hear, do you have anything about dishonoring others? Well, you just keep talking because I'm trying okay. to find this scripture real okay. quick. So <clears throat> it's not self-seeking. It's not all about us all the time. Amen? Yeah. Right? Sometimes it can be about us and that's okay. Right? But in every situation, in every conversation, when we walk into a room, right, it's not always only about you. Amen? Yep. <laughs> and that's... Thinks sometimes, right? Because we want it to be about us. But it's not always only about us. Um, when we make a point to show someone that we're here for them, no matter what the situation is, it naturally, right, kind of organically works itself into being our turn where it is about us. Amen? Yeah. But we can't think... How does this situation, how am I going to look in this? You know what I mean? How do I win in here? How do I, how do I get victory in this situation? Yeah. Yeah, those are good things, and you want to think those, right? But that's not every conversation that you have, right? That's not every opportunity, every, um, every meeting that you have with somebody, right? There, God puts people in your lives and crosses people across your path for a reason, Right. I mean, there's so many times where like somebody I don't even know at the convention. Right. Um, we have the, the barbecue catering business and we're looking at people. We're looking at expansion. We're looking at what can we do? How can we, you know, really put our focus into this? Right. What's it going to cost? You know, how do we do this? Right. When you're not in that in that line of work and in that world in catering and in you got to do some research, you got to do your <laughs> research. Right. And, you know, I happened to be wearing um, some merch. My children would be proud of me for knowing that. <laughs> I happened to be wearing some 19 and 20 barbecue merch. And I was, uh, I think I was in line at the Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. and in the lobby at the hotel mm-hmm. in, uh, during the convention. And someone walks up to me and was like, hey, where's 19 and 20? I don't know this person. I have never met this person before in my life. Right. And I'm like. Well, 1920 is my business. It's a catering company, right? We're at the very early stages. Um, we're trying to figure things out. And he goes, oh, okay. And he goes, well, I've been in the food business for about 20 years. He's like, so what are you thinking? What's your plan? Where are you at? Right? And so we just begin to have this yeah. conversation while we're standing here waiting for them to make our coffees, right? God put them, that person, right, at that place there Yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Amen? And so when we... When we constantly try to make it about us, right? Yeah. Then we miss those opportunities to lift somebody up, right? Yeah. As that gentleman saw, you know, the, the logo that I was wearing and he read the logo, he, he, he could have said, eh, well, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But he, he's like, if I have a conversation with him, how am I going to benefit from it? He didn't do that. Right. Right? What did he do? He wanted to lift me up and say, hey, you know, what is that? And then when he found out, oh, man, they're in the very early stages, right? He's like, look, I I have some information here, and I want to share it with you, right? He didn't say, oh, I've been doing it for a long time, and I'm so successful, and this is what (laughs) I've done. And No, what did he say? Here's some suggestions that I would say you go look into. Yeah. Right? What was he doing? He was lifting up, right? So he was operating in love. Yeah, and I like, too, how, um, you know, we've been talking to our kids about, different things to say and pray. And so we always pray that, you know, we'll be at the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right things. Mm -hmm. And then we also incorporate that the Lord will set up those divine connections Mm -hmm. for us. And 
there's been so many, for instances, to where things like this have happened, to yeah. where people that you would not even yeah. think that you would have a conversation with, you end up having a conversation with. And um, this one, when you were telling me about it, because I wasn't even with you that day, um, but when you came back and you were telling me, I was like, it's so neat how someone is wasn't like, oh, you know, oh, that's my line of work. If you give me a call, I can give you a quote on how much. Because people, I mean, that yeah. is a, a, a thing. Like, yeah. they will literally coach you on how to do things, mm-hmm. but it comes at a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to be able to bless someone and mm-hmm. impart wisdom into their life. Why? Because we are speaking over our life that, you know, those divine connections, those doors will be open. And God's not a respecter of persons. So what he does for us, he'll do for you. What he's done for you, he'll do for us. So get excited that when you see promotion happening in people's lives, because we know that God will do the same thing in your life. But the enemy always wants to what? He always wants to come in remove love out of your mm-hmm. life. He wants to cause that separation, cause division yep. because he knows that if you can get into strife with your spouse, with your coworker, with your best friend, with someone you don't even know, and mm-hmm. you start looking at them saying, well, why did they get that? And why didn't I get that? Yeah. Or, um, you know, there's so many different people now that are competitive when it comes to their success and things like that. And they've lost friendships over family families have split and it's all because love was being divided saying, Mm. no, I'm not going to walk in love anymore. I'm going to step over here and walk in the flesh. And that's when things get shifted and turned around in a direction you don't want them to go. That's where people get hurt. That's where, um, you know, your finances can go down, where you can get into a bad mental state. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many people who even commit suicide because there's that loss of love. And we're here to encourage you that love is still here. It's still for you. And so understanding what love has to do with it, it has everything to do with it. Yeah, amen. Amen. And, you know, another part about being the self-seeking piece is exactly what you're just talking about is there's a division, right? There's a separation, right? And when you make the the conversation all about you and let's, you could even turn this into couples having discussion, right? Which I can tell you that um, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, this is, this is going to need to be applied, right? (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. You're going to have to deal with this, right? Um, I, I personally have to deal with this and guess what? Just because you don't make the right decision this time, like, don't get down, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just say, well, oh, well, you know, this is just the way it is. What are we doing? When you say those things, you're confessing that. You're giving yeah. life to that and saying, yep, that is the way it is, right? Just say, look, you know, own it. I apologize. <laughs> you know what, God, thank you for helping me this next time when this comes up, right? I'm going to stop and I'm going to think, does this action, does this comment, right? Does yeah. what I'm about to say or do, right? How does it apply to this this situation? Mm-hmm. Is it going to make me feel better because I'm going to dig back at somebody who probably got under my skin a little bit? Yeah. Right? What am I going to gain from that? Yeah. Right? Without love, I'm going to gain nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's just going to be back and forth, back and forth. Because when you get into that realm, right, somebody always wants to have the last word. Yeah. And it's generally <laughs> both parties, Right. They want to have the last word. And so you just continue to keep going on and on and on, right? So one of the things is, and this is something that I have to say to myself, and I have to ask myself, and I don't always make the right choice, okay? But I know that the next time I'm going to work on it, does this action, does this comment, does this decision that I'm making right now, does it benefit me? Yeah. Or does it benefit us? Or does it benefit someone else, right? It can be beneficial to us and it still be a good thing, right? Yeah. But I'm telling you that almost 99% of the time, when you do something, say something, react, make a choice, make a decision in a conversation or a conflict with somebody, if it is only to benefit you, it's not over. Yeah. It's going to continue, right? Well, and you know, our flesh never gets enough. 
So mm. just because you think you've won that, your yep. flesh is always going to want something bigger, something better. So it never, it does never end. Right. It's always a constant. You're basically battling yourself. Amen. <laughs> you are constantly trying to one up what you just did. Mm-hmm. And so you're never going to win that way. Self seeking. It is. And it all ties back in with love, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about, you know, love is not prideful. And in a sense to where you're talking to someone and you want to be the one that has that last word, mm-hmm. don't raise your hand, but I think we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we are in that state, right, to where we're like, mm, I'm going to say one more thing. Like they're not looking, they won't, but you feel like you got the last word, right? Mm-hmm. That is actually a form of pride. And the word tells us that. Um, pride comes before the fall. So when pride is right there, when it's present, okay, no, it's all about to fall apart. So we need to stop right then and there and say, "Uh uh-uh, no, we're going to get out of pride. I don't care if you don't want to forgive me. I'm asking you to forgive me. It's your choice, what you do on their end, right? They've got to make a choice too, okay? It may be you forgiving yourself for something, okay? But you have to stop right then and there and say, I'm not going to let this prolong. I'm not going to let this keep going. Don't keep eating food you don't like. That's right. Right? If someone said something in front of you and it is the worst tasting thing you have ever had in your entire life, are you going to continue and make a happy plate? No. You're going to be like, oh, thanks, and do everything you can to remove yourself Mm -hmm. away from this because you don't want to eat it. Only someone who is allowing pride to be there would they continue to eat. Yep. So in a natural situation, if you're not going to finish a meal because it doesn't taste good, look at it from a spiritual. Look at it from another perspective, too, to where I'm saying, do I want to take another bite of this misery? That's right. Do I want to continue in this conversation or do I want to end my night in peace where I can sleep good tonight knowing I have no fault against anyone. I've forgiven everyone. And let me tell you, it's a choice that you have to make and mm. it's not always easy. And I will guarantee you, if you do not have God on your side, if you're not spending time with him, you can't do it without love. That's right. It all ties back to love. We cannot do anything without love. Amen. Praise God. Love is not easily angered. Right? Flesh, very easily angered. (laughs) Amen. That's right. That's a super simple one, right? Key word here is easily. We're going to get angry. You're going to get upset, right? You're going to get mad. Okay? It's going to happen. That's right. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. You just got to pick whenever it makes the most sense to get that way. Because there's times where you can get mad mm-hmm. and it be the right thing. Amen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the word says, you know, that be angry and don't sin. That's right. Meaning, what are we getting angry at? Are we getting angry at the root or mm-hmm. are we getting angry at um, something that, we shouldn't be like, cause a lot of times we'll put blame on God mm-hmm. and we're, we're getting angry at the wrong thing or we'll put all the blame on a person. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do? We start saying and coming against a person. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible also tells us that we are not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the darkness of this world. Mm-hmm. And so we have to come against the root of the problem, which is Satan, which is the enemy. And we know John 10, 10, which I use this all the time, but um, he, Satan comes to still kill and destroy. Right. Okay. So when we understand that he's our enemy, he's our adversary, we're coming against him. That takes away all the fighting and arguing right then and there because now we're not coming against a natural person. We're not coming against um, uh, like a situation or saying what we see. But now we're shifting and saying there was a spirit that led a person to do this or there was a spirit that was driving me to think a certain way, right? Well, just like you talked about, we have to take those thoughts captive. That's right. Bring them into obedience because you can have a thought and not say it. You don't have to mm-hmm. allow that thought to become your reality. You can take a thought captive, shift it, 
to where it lines up with God's mm-hmm. word, redirect that thought, and then you're speaking out a word based out of love That's instead right. of based out of your fears or your flesh. Amen. You'll know that you're doing it. Your responses get a different reaction than what you're used to seeing from someone. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, all right, it's working. Uh-huh. Right? Um, because their ears perk up, right? You can, they're like, wait a minute. Like, that's not normal. That's a different response <laughs> than I expected. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you, especially in relationships, right? But even just in employee, like coworker relationships, right? Um, you know, family, right? Extended family. Yeah. Um, you get to know people. Oh, yeah. Right? You know how someone's going to respond. You know how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, they ain't going to like this. Yeah. Right? Um, you keep your mouth shut, right? And you're just like, uh-oh, right? And you try to excuse yourself from the situation and from the room, right? Because yeah. you know that something is about to happen, right? Somebody is about to blow their top, <laughs> right? You'll know that what you're doing, right, by putting those emotions and mm-hmm. that, that anger into check, you'll know it's working when there's people are going to say something to you. Yeah. Right? They're going to say... I can't believe that you responded that way. Yeah. Right? I just knew you were going to lose Yeah, it. I just <laughs> knew. Like, I was bracing for impact. You know what I mean? Uh, you'll know, right? So there's no question about whether you're, you're, you're changing the way that you're responding. There's no question about whether or not you are conquering letting yourself become easily angered. Right. Right? It'll be very apparent very quick. Amen? Amen. Okay. The next one, it keeps no record of wrongs. This is one of my favorite ones um, <clears throat> because uh, so many times, right, everything that we do in this world, in the, the natural world, is a, yeah. there's a record of it, right? I, yeah. I mean, you we can go. We all got records, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go look at somebody's bank statements from 10 years yep, ago. You, you know what I mean? Record. Um, you know, you can go look at somebody's criminal record from 20 years ago, right? Your credit scores. Your credit scores, <laughs> right? Amen. Um, and maybe on, on more of a relatable level, right? Um, you can know and you can keep record of how many times somebody has ticked you off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. On how many times they have ignored you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... <clears throat> Love keeps no record of those wrongs. That's right. Right? We cannot be defined by what we have done in the past. Right? You can't do it. Because if you're defining yourself by what you've done in the past, you're going to continue to do that same thing going forward. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And if you define somebody else by their past... Right? You're not forgiving them. You're not loving them. You're saying, this is the way you are and this is the way you're always going to be. That is not building somebody else up, right? Yeah. That is not honoring somebody, right? And so um, we cannot be defined by what we've done in the past. Uh, it's in the past. It's what we're doing now going forward that, that matters. We live life in the moment. After it's done, what do we do? We look forward to the next moment. This is just like I was talking about, right? It's like right now. like. Yeah. What are we doing right now? Right now. <laughs> Amen? Who cares what we did yesterday, right? Who cares what we did last week, you know? Yeah. And there could have been some very heinous things that we did last week. We could have really messed up last week, right? Mm-hmm. But if you've truly forgiven somebody, right? Yeah. Hey, that's wiped clean. Think about this. When when the Word tells us, right, on how we, how we get saved, uh-huh. we confess with our mouth. Yeah. Believe we believe heart. in our heart, right? That what? He died for our sins, and he rose again, right? When we do that, God immediately wipes our record clean. Woo! Amen? Yeah. What does it say, right? The old creatures passed away. Behold, all things have become new. new. So if if God is love, Mm -hmm. right? And he ain't keeping records of wrongs. Ooh, yes. Amen? <laughs> that's good. And that's a good thing, right? Because some of us would have some pretty long records. Yeah. Right? When we go to to see him, yeah. what's going to happen? Is he going to say, 
you cussed out so-and-so that one day. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on. Right? Well, you didn't treat this person very nice and, you know, mm-mm. Yeah. Um, there's been times where, I think, and I've recently shared a little bit, I've had the enemy start to try to attack my mind about things from my past. Yeah. And it's like, because you did this, right? And obviously, right, when you start studying on something, that's what the enemy's going to attack, right? That's what he's going to try to break down. Yeah. Because first off, you're trying to get into the word and you're trying to what? Speak the word of God. Mm-hmm. Well, the enemy comes to immediately steal the word. Yep. Right? And so what is he going to do? He's going to try to take it. And so I've had some things pop up in my mind um, from easily over 20 years ago. Right? 22, 23 years, somewhere in that range. Um, where, you know, we weren't very nice to some of these people that we were with. And we were 100% in the world. Okay? <laughs> I'm just going to be completely transparent with you right I'm now. I'm not part of this we. Yeah, no. I, no, I wasn't. This was before... Um, <laughs> This was before we, we ever met, actually. And I'm going to tell you, it was it was 100% worldly. It was all flesh and nothing less. Right? <laughs> didn't really matter what anything else. It didn't matter. Like, got to get that flesh taken care of. And we had the opportunity, right, to be nice to some people, right, and to show kindness to some people. And we didn't. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm going to tell you, right, this person was, was in and out of, 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 I would say, my life, right, in, in a flash, right? Um, but I had an opportunity, and, and I could have if I was focusing, right, if I was seeking after God, if I was really trying to walk in love. I could have shown him kindness. I could have shown this person love. Yeah. Um, there's a long history of just bullying and just picking on and, you know, attacking. And, and this, this kid took his life and, you know, I I didn't even know that it happened. Like that's how not close we were. Right. Yeah. But the enemy comes back and says, you know, you were around that person for three days in a row. Like that might've been the first time you met him and you might've never seen him again, but you're talking about love here, and you didn't show that kid love, right? So what's he trying to do? He's trying to pin that on me, and he's yeah. trying to divide me from the Word of God. He's trying to divide me from love, right? And so i got to step and take this and say, right? And I don't think I've shared all those details, but I've just said, like, there's tax and coming on my mind about things that, you know, in my past from 20, 25 years ago, he's going to come in and try to throw those things up and say, well, you didn't do it then, so... What does it matter if you do it now? Yeah. Love holds no record of wrongs. That's right. Right? And so we got to know and we got to quote the word, right? If it's in you, it's what comes out. That's right. If you know God, right, then you know love. Mm -hmm. If you know love, you know God. Yeah. Amen? And two, it's more than just so that knowing is not just, I know a scripture. Mm-hmm. Because again, you will go back to the sell, the salesperson <laughs> example, right? Yeah. You can know how the product works. You can know about it. You can know its history, but knowing a product versus actually knowing mm-hmm. and using that product mm-hmm. are two different things. So, knowing God with your intellect is good. But it's only going to take you so far because just like we said, faith without love is not going to benefit you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because you have to go beyond, well, I read that scripture. So, oh, yeah, I go to church. I know God. Yeah, but have you ever asked him into your heart? Do you have a personal relationship with him? Mm -hmm. Right? Like how many of us know a famous person? Well, we know of that famous person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But do you know them on a personal yeah. level? Do you know their favorite color? Do you know where they hang out? Mm-hmm. Do you know where they live? Like, that's knowing them mm-hmm. on another level. So when we're reading this, it's knowing love, mm-hmm. knowing, having fellowship with love on a day-to-day basis, right? Yeah. I mean, we've used this example before, too, in a marriage you can live in the same house and not 
even have a relationship with that person. Yeah. You can be roommates, right? You can pay the same bills. You can split it Mm -hmm. half and half um, and have a great friendship. But there's a whole nother level of intimacy when you come together and you talk and you spend quality time with each other. And none of us are perfect, right? We are all learning. I mean, we've been married 13 years Mm -hmm. and every single year we still got to learn something new. I'm like, man, I thought we had this marriage thing figured out. We don't know nothing. Uh, No, we've learned a whole lot, but every year it's a learning. It's a growing process. It's the same thing with our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. It should be something that's never ending. Don't think, well, I've been in church my whole life. I know, I know it all. I've heard that story a million times. Guys, I don't care if you've heard it a million and one times. Right. It may take that a million and two time for it finally to sink yeah. in and become a reality to you to where you're like, oh my gosh, now I get it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's a constant every single day you're in fellowship with God. Because the closer you become to God, the closer you can get into other people's lives to where you can distribute His love. Mm. And again, as He pours into you, you can pour into someone else. But if He's not pouring into you, you're just pouring an empty glass. And you're not filling anyone up. You're not helping benefit yourself because now you're depleted. And you definitely can't help anyone else because you have nothing to give. So we have to go back to filling up on love mm-hmm. so we can fill others up. Yeah. Praise God. You know, and, and I, I thought of a couple of things there. One, the example that you used about if you've heard it a million times, right? Yeah. Maybe it takes a million and one. I think about um, Brother Keith Moore, and he was telling the story one time about how he was watching some old tapes, mm-hmm. right? And it was Brother Hagen. Brother Hagen? Probably, yeah. Yep. That's his. And so he was like, man, this is so good. And he was just like getting it. You know, it was just (laughs) revelation. And he's just like, wow, right? And as the camera pans, right, he sees himself sitting on the front row. (laughs) And he's like, I was there. Thinking, I've never heard this before, right? And so you can't just say, oh, well, I already have all the answers. I already know this. I already know how this story ends, Mm -hmm. right? I already know what's going to happen here. Because when you continuously seek after him and you continuously seek love, right, you're going to get a revelation. And and it may be different than you have experienced in the past. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And the other thing, too, is, is... Without, you can't have unforgiveness in your heart. No. Or you won't be able to love. Yeah. Right? Um, and that took me a long time to actually understand is, is you cannot have unforgiveness in your heart and truly love somebody. Yeah. Right? You just can't do it. Um, doesn't mean that you have to forget what happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? But you need to forgive yeah. for what happened. Yeah, I think it's Dr. Caroline Leaf that actually has an example of this, of you know people who've been through like a traumatic experience and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And she uses an example of a jar. <clears throat> and she's like, you know, you have this jar, and then when that thing or that offense sets in, right, it's almost like it's as big as the jar. Mm-hmm. And so she uses like a huge ball inside of this jar, and it's taking up all of its space. And she's like, you can't necessarily get rid of what happened to you, right? You can't take away a past. But what happens over time when you have love operating in you, what happens to that ball that's inside that jar is it begins to not shrink, okay? So the ball is still the same because the problem doesn't ever change. It's still the same problem that happen. But what happens is, is the jar begins to expand. Mm -hmm. So now the problem is seeming as though it's shrinking. It's just getting smaller, but you are learning how to grow. And so you're learning how to allow love to Mm -hmm. 
have room to be able to fill you up. So your capacity is able to expand to where you're able to let love back in. You're able to let God come in and have forgiveness work within you instead of allowing that that problem or that situation completely overtake to where it bursts that jar and then you completely fall apart and you can't get back. But I mean, like I said, with God, everything can turn around. Everything can shift back um, to where you have that freedom, that, um, that peace and that comfort back in your life again. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, right. Not forgetting if you continuously bring it up and talk about it, you haven't overcame it. You, no, you, you really didn't overcome. forgive. Yeah, you just <laughs> forgiveness. If, if you just you said, forgive me, right? but yeah. it, you didn't mean it on the inside. Yep, yep. praise God. Praise and again, God. the thought of, well, I haven't asked for forgiveness, or, you know, I haven't really forgiven that person can come up, even though you really have, because mm-hmm. the enemy, again, will try and attack your mind. Um, that's where you speak words out of your mouth that are life-giving. You speak out. That's why you got to have scriptures to back up what you're believing because when the enemy does come at your mind, you can say out God's word and God's word is what? It is truth. Mm -hmm. So you're taking truth and as you speak it out, you are taking that lie and you're bringing it down and saying, no, I know what the truth is because God's word is truth. And so you just continue to say it and say it and say it and say it until you see the manifestations in it. If you look in our world today, a lot of people are struggling with what walking in love. Um, There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of division. And so, um, you know, as you, as you kind of venture out and as you find yourself in situations and in places or reading, you know, like think about it, pray about it and and ask yourself, right. Does this benefit me? Mm -hmm. Does this benefit the greater good or does this benefit someone else? only right um i'm telling you if you choose the first one right it's always going to go south really fast hope this has blessed you guys if it has let us know you can reach out to me personally at morning coffee with jesus um, at hotmail.com and we will pray with you send you scriptures but we want you to know that we love you god loves you and you're never too young or too old to fulfill the call bye you guys We would like to invite you to follow Morning Coffee with Jesus podcast for your cup of encouragement. We also want to thank our friends and partners for helping us spread God's word around the world. If you would like to give or become a partner with the ministry, you can scan the QR code or visit morningcoffeewithjesus.com and click donate. When you give, we are able to tell more people about Jesus, help in our community, and give back into other ministries. If you have a prayer request or would like to stay connected, you can visit morningcoffeewithjesus.com slash stay connected.